You're listening to the Soul Ties Podcast with Kenyon and Takar Martin, counselors and authors of Journey to Freedom, The Soul Ties Detox. We bring awareness to toxic relationships, promote singles growth, and support couples strengthening. Here on the Soul Ties Podcast, we answer your emails, DMs, and live questions. So join us every week on Facebook Live Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, where you can connect with us on air. Send us your questions through Facebook Messenger or visit us at askthemartins.com. Now, let's get into today's episode. raise your hand if this is your first time here we want to personally welcome you we are Kenyon and Takara Martin counselors and authors of Journey to Freedom the Soul Ties Detox this is our podcast this is our way of giving back to you guys outside of our office hours so if you have relationship questions a lot of times we get those in our DMs through email and whatnot and we cannot possibly um, always get to everyone's question so we use our podcast to answer these questions for you and because what we always say is if one person or even two to three people have this same question we think maybe two to three hundred maybe even thousand people have this question as well so this is our opportunity to um, talk to you guys let you know Number one, like Kenyon said, you're not alone, but also that we are here for you. We have resources available for you. But again, if this is your first time, we welcome you once. We welcome you twice. We welcome you three times in the name of Jesus Christ, because <laughs> I'm super, <laughs> super, super old school, super churchy. What we want to um, do is, is let you know just public service announcement. Um, we had some things happen with our iTunes on our podcast. So okay. if you were subscribed to us on iTunes, there is a new subscription link. So um, because <laughs> iTunes didn't want us to be great, um, I'm just kidding. So we had to do a new feed, um, what they call it technically. Mm-hmm. We've gotten all that updated. You'll see that for the moment, there's going to be two Soul Ties podcasts in iTunes. We want you to find the one that has the most updated episode on there um and then from there we want you to go ahead and subscribe to the new feed the old one will will disappear and go away and then once you subscribe to that go ahead and leave us a review put us on pause then come back and listen to these two letters that we got for you today hi (laughs) Hi. you guys are truly a blessing if you get to this maybe you could address the following you meet the proverbial good guy sweet caring affectionate talking marriage but you're not attracted to him he's not gainfully employed lives with his sister while trying to get his business off the ground you've tried to tell him that you're not ready for a relationship but he insists he can help you heal You feel like you should walk away because you aren't attracted to him, but do not want to hurt him. So that's letter number one. You want to go ahead and hit that real quick? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, first, let's start out with room rules. The first room rule is turn off your, you turn off your. Turn off my, (laughs) turn off my other cell phone or get it away so it does not make noise. Right. Now, the first room rule is, is that this is a safe place. You guys provide, and we appreciate each and every one of you. The reason why people Uh, trust us and bring their information to us because they know that not only it's not just us but they know we're sharing it in a safe environment we want you to keep that environment safe how well room two a rule two is we want you to respond with compassion not judgment or condemnation but with compassion yes that's very important you might have the right thing to say 
but unless you say it the right way, it's not going to be right. Yeah, and that's exactly. so very important. I think we have a uh, you, we have to be a lot more compassionate to each other. We'll leave it yes, at that. And then yes. number three, just in case you're the person who's writing in or you're the person, you're another person with the with an issue or the problem, sometimes correction is necessary. Yes. When correction is necessary, be kind enough to receive that correction. Um, don't reject it. Now that's a that's an internal room rule. We'll never know whether you reject it or not. We can right. delete you from here. We can delete you from anywhere, but here, we'll there, never everywhere. know where your heart is. I just want to make sure that you understand that what we say is not meant for destruction, but for uh, instruction and for construction. Yes, if that makes sense. Absolutely. All right. Now, so the first letter. The first letter is oh you know we're dealing with this thing. Okay, so. Apollo is right here. <laughs> I saw that, and I'm just going to wait and see if he starts acting up, and then if he does, I'll grab him. No problem. As long as he don't grab the mic, the I'm fine. Open, so I apologize. No, that's fine. So here's the thing. Um, how many of you have dealt with the idea that it's hard to say no when someone, and, and mostly it's women. Now, 99.9% .9 of the time is usually going to be women. But how many, by show of hands, we know there's a delay, how many of you have problems saying no? And I'm not saying saying no to like the act or saying no to um, uh, uh, somebody in a, in, in, in a that you meet out in public or whatever the case may be. Right. But have a problem of uh, feeling pressured uh, to say no, even though you want to say no, even though, you know, that person isn't for you. There are certain s things that's going on right. that makes you just go ahead and and. Uh, kind of give them the the pass how many of you have that now i am going to i'm scrolling here while my wife is walking our our pity out all right okay so yes 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 jennifer pajalak yes 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 i'm gonna give some more time because i know there's a d delay oh the joy okay oh no no no. i see a lot of folks i'm sorry yeah absolutely okay okay so here's the thing and and this is a huge problem and i'm gonna answer her right away and, and and to be honest with you we i have to apologize because i told her we'd be on last week right and then we pushed it and then she wasn't expecting so i apologize to you when you see it you'll know it's you thank you so much Here's the problem that we have with this. And and this is this is a this is a huge problem with women. And it's a problem where there is a fear to say no. And I'm not going to stay on this, but here's what I want to show you. This young lady knows she knows exactly what she wants. Right. She knows exactly what she don't want, yet she's struggling to reject what she doesn't want. Yeah. That's a problem. That's a problem of fear. Um and there are different reasons why that fear comes about. It's either I'm waiting on God to drop me somebody from heaven. Um, uh, I'm the fear of loneliness, the fear of being alone, the fear of passing up a good thing, or quote quasi good thing because they're not they're they're good in some ways but not the other. Right. Um, the fear of 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 social pressure, social and cultural pressure. You understand what I'm saying? So there's a lot of fears that that, and I hear women whenever we do a training and we talk about making a list. We talk about, um, Hey, listen, you have the right to a standard, create that standard, um, and hold to your standard, create those boundaries. The response in part usually is when we do, we're called names or when we do, we're not allowed to, or we when we do, good. we think we're too good. Or when we do, we end up alone anyway. 
Go ahead. Or I think, too, we end up alone, yes, Mm -hmm. but we're afraid that we're going to end up alone. Our cousins, sisters, friends, auntie, you know, had the guy who didn't have a job, who didn't have it all together. Mm -hmm. She stayed with him. She stuck it out with him. When he got everything all together, he gave her the world and they lived happily ever after. And so a lot of times we'll entertain men that come into our space that may not look right. So we'll like, if we look like this and squint our eyes good maybe we'll be attracted to him you know they don't have a job well if he's trying to get his stuff together i'm gonna just support him through and who knows he'll turn out to be a good man and then thank me and appreciate me later all of that is out of fear because we feel like if we pass this up we're afraid of what people are going to think of us or we're afraid that we're going to miss the boat on having not even just a good man a man right and culture have scared you the culture the social the press the media they have scared. They have scared you into thinking, thinking in the in terms of scarcity. Right, right. Everything. In the terms that there's not enough, so I might as well get what I can. That's not this, 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 and this. And I don't want to name all those different things because I know that people are in bad places in their lives. Absolutely. And I know that people can change. Right. But the here's the thing. If your timing doesn't mess up with my timing, then you're not ready for me. And I sure enough, not ready for you. There needs to be an opportunity, a place where we, where you're not in fear of saying no. Absolutely. I'm not going to spend too much time on that. We have a blog on that. I just wrote it. Um, and it's on the website. At and the it is. Detox. Absolutely. I have a, I have a blog on, it's, it's called the abom the abominable no, no man. man. <laughs> like for, for instance, you like, you can't say no, man, I'm, I'm done with you. Yeah. So, Please pick that up now. Learning, yeah, just learning the, uh, defining your standards, sticking to your standards, and understanding that they are meant to be met. And if somebody does not meet them, you are not wrong for saying no. You are not wrong for saying not for me. You're not telling them they're a bad guy. You're just saying, hey, you're not good or the best for me right now. Period. I'll say it like this because this is very important. Get this. Get this, y'all. If anyone ever tells you that your standards are too high, then translated, that means I plan on coming up short. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. <laughs> Let that sink in. Choose Marinate. wisely. Choose this day. <laughs> All right. Seriously. Seriously. Okay. So now, because we did come out with this a little bit later, we kept up with her, and we, we you know, we kept up with her. We told her we was going to do this, and so we decided to see how that went. And so what she did was. She almost exactly did exactly what we did what we was going to tell her to do. Now I say almost only because she decided to get out of that relationship. Right. The problem was is that she or you let that relationship start to begin with. Now when you're single and you're 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 dating it's good to be assessing. It's good to uh, be able to say no. It's good to move in and out of relationships comfortably. But if you've already started a relationship that you've already assessed and that you've already said no to, then what you've done is you kind of wasted your time and their time. Yeah. And, you know, I don't care how good. Listen, y'all need to stop looking at um, what is that? Um, that looking at the whole idea that they have. uh the ability or the propensity to do something, the potential, the, the, the potential. Yeah. yes, 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 good potential. Um, stop leading, stop letting good potential suck you into bad probability. Yeah. Oh, 
seriously. <laughs> which leads us to our next letter. <laughs> which which leads us I'm sorry, to that's bad. No, 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 no. Because that because is 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 very it because you get into cases like what's about to come up. You ready to read that? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Let me make sure we're not missing anything or anyone. Daphne said your hair looks lovely, Takara. Yinka Is said amen. <laughs> okay, awesome, awesome. And so Ms. Green is, said bye-bye. Here is here is the next letter. All right. She says, Hi there. I'm in need of prayer. My ex-husband, who has been abusive and abandoned me and moved on to many women, has come back into my life. I was trying to forgive him. But soon he started to act out of his old ways, act out his old ways. I found out he was seeing another woman while we were trying to fix things. Now he has had a change of heart about us. He has stopped calling and texting, but I cannot stop. I keep calling and texting him, even using fake numbers because he hasn't, he hasn't answered or taken my calls. I just can't leave him alone. I can't deal with him moving on. I know he is not right for me. Going to God has shown me this, but I still text and call and he tells me to move on. I feel crazy for trying to forgive him. And after only two weeks, he finds someone new and has completely shut me out. If you can share guidance, that would really be greatly appreciated. God bless. Amen. Well, we'll we're going to try to bless you. I'm going to take it a little bit slower here because we have a lot to say here. This is very important. But before we get started, has in, is anyone in this situation or dealt with this situation? Um, yeah, raise your hand. And this is a safe space. So if you're currently dealing with this situation, go ahead and raise your hand. Um, right. You're, 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 you're back in a relationship with someone who hurt you previously. And they said they would never do it again. And here you are hurt all, all over again. again. We're going to give you some time to go ahead and raise your hands if you are sure. I would say I am not here. Thank the Lord. <laughs> but I have been here many times before. Right. Um, and so I thank God for, you know, everything I had. I've been through to get to this place. I would not appreciate such an amazing man like Kenyon, but I have been there. Kenyon has been there. Yeah. So yeah. if nothing else, if anybody gets this trust, we do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's go ahead and start answering this I, there's one thing i want to say that i didn't put in our our, our information or our notes or whatever the case may be yeah. is that she said god bless her heart that she when she reached out to god god told her yeah that she that he was not right now i do know that transformation comes in stages it does but understand if you love him enough and trust him enough to trust in what he says then there ought to be something in you or allow something to grow in you that will be guided in the direction that he has given you. We're talking about God. God. Not the ex. God. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully God is not your ex. <laughs> we we want that to be you. your main. Your main man. <laughs> but, but very seriously, though, yeah. I, it's, it's very important because we reach out. What happens is, is that we tend to reach out emotionally to ask for answers. And we're going to get into that real quick. But we tend to reach out emotionally to ask for answers and for comfort yeah. and for uh, which way to go. And and we're really not looking for direction. We're mm. looking for, yeah, I am right. 
Right. That's good. That's good, God. Thank you for me being right. Now I'm going to sit right here and be wrong. We have to, we have to, and like I said, um, uh, it, uh, transformation comes in stages. Deliverance comes in stages. So I understand. So this is not meant to be demeaning nor demoralizing. It's meant to help you open up your Amen. ears and grow into what you just got. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. Amen. Okay. Somebody said, not me. Okay. So the questions were, as she started off, and usually questions with letters like this is, is pray for me and give me some guidance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but the real questions are that comes from the heart are why did he do this to me? Right. And what's wrong with me? The reason why those are really the questions is because she's still and you, you, if you're watching, are still hooked into him and what you're really looking for and what you're still tied into him and what you're really looking for is answers of why he would do this to you. You're looking for answers of um, what's wrong with you. You're looking for closure and you're looking for something to help you feel better about your position and decision. Does that make sense? And and a lot of times we're also looking for someone to tell us that we're not stupid or crazy for yes. where we are. Absolutely. We want somebody to tell us that, number one, you're not alone, which is, again, why we do it in this venue and in this platform. You also want someone to say, you know, even though I feel like I'm crazy, tell me I'm not crazy that I'm dealing with and going through all of this right now the way that I am. Right, right. So there is an emotional cry out, which actually is the inner part of this letter. That's the real yeah. that's the real question. But the true question is how do I move on? Yes. One of the things that Takara and I really practice when we train and when we guide and when we move people either as groups or individuals to the next stage after a heartbreak or a broken relationship is to help them realize that they have to move on. Yes. We have to, we help them realize that their thoughts are still in captivity. Mm -hmm. So they have to let go of the slaver and move to a point of freedom, mm. if that makes sense. And, yes. and I use those metaphors because these are the things that we use in our book and so I want to make sure so we want to make sure that while you're looking for personal surety value and validity mm -hmm. that's already there right we see it you just don't you won't see it until you begin to move well, so the idea is how to move on yes but you don't see it because <laughs> you're looking for it in them right mm -hmm. when, you know everybody can like tell you everything <laughs> Um, so the reason why that validation isn't so apparent in where you are right now is because you're looking for your validation in them as opposed to number one yourself or really God. And so you're looking, so now it's like, okay, Kenyon and Takara, y'all tell me that, that there's some validation in where I'm at because right now all you're doing is looking for it in him. Right, right. So in the process of moving on, the first thing we want to do is tell you how you got there. Yeah. This is very important for many people who've been in long term relationships. They've gotten in those relationships. They've been abused, mistreated or misused in those relationships, gotten out of those relationships. Right. And then somehow got right back into that relationship. How did you get here? Because you need to know that so you don't walk that space again. Yes. 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 
Bad relationships, bad marriages are perpetuated by six things, which means what I'm saying is, is that they're started and they're ke they are kept going by six things. Mm -hmm. First one is the pride of choice. I made this choice, so I have pride in it. You know, the people who post, who can't wait to change their, uh, their, relationship the, status? their status from single to, to married, couple or engaged, engaged or whatever. It, it, it's the pride of choice, and it's hard to remove ourselves from that. Yeah. Second is the embarrassment of truth. If I really tell people what's going on with me, what will they think of me? Mm -hmm. So that's number two. Number three is the difficulty of escape. Once I'm in, I have moved in. I have invested myself into this relationship. How do I get out without a loss mm -hmm. emotionally, financially, and sometimes physically? Right. Number four is the spiritual obligation. And this happens usually in marriages where I feel like, well, what do I do? Because we're not teaching people how to be in healthy marriages because we're not teaching people that they don't deserve to be beat, hurt, cheated on. Or exactly. emotionally abused because we're not teaching people that they're not supposed to be neglected or or abandoned. They're staying there wondering what God would have for me. And God is saying, I need you to be free. So here, so this is very important. And this is what keeps people in bad, very abusive marriages. Number five is being tricked into personal guilt. Right. A lot of people who have been abused uh, mentally, physically, emotionally are tricked into believing, usually, especially by a narcissist who's the cons who's the consummate victim, right? Um, tricked into believing that they deserve it because of who they are or what they've done or haven't done, mm. and that keeps people perpetually in bad relationships. And finally, which is really the biggest one, is the personal investment of love. There's a personal investment that you've given because you do love them. There's a personal investment that you've given because you do believe in them. There's a personal investment that you've given because they belong to you and you belong to them in your heart and mind. And I don't care whether you've been paper married or not. Right. The idea is, is when you're married in your heart, it's hard to let go of that kind of thing because that loss is worse than a financial loss. Right. Is everybody with me? Yes. Okay. So that's the first thing. Fat, bad relationships are perpetuated by those six things. That's how you got there. The second way you got there is you're being molded in that bad relationship. Mm -hmm. Relationships mold us in pain. And even and, and they they mold us to the point that that pain becomes a norm, and while it's uncomfortable pain, we've normalized it because we've learned how to navigate it, and at least we're familiar with it. Does that make sense? It does. Go ahead, Beth. It does. One of the things um, that we teach in our in our program in our book the soul mm -hmm. ties detox is that a lot of times when you're in this kind of position when you're molded by that pain when you're molded by love a lot of times we end up in these places because we have been shaped in that type of toxic love and so we you know we begin to be comfortable with it because that's all we know so when we get into these situations over and over again we're molded by it, but a lot of times, y'all, it's because we haven't learned how to give and receive healthy love starting from our childhood and coming here. And so when we're in, we're in this place, it doesn't seem abnormal that right. we're hurting. It doesn't seem abnormal that they're making us feel bad about ourselves because for us, that's all we knew. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, with that mode, has anybody ever heard of, and I'm not going to ask you to raise your hands, but if you have, you know you have, and you can raise your hand if you want to only because of the delay. 
what's called Stockholm syndrome. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have because I watch CSI. <laughs> well, well, Stockholm syndrome <laughs> is basically when hostages, people being kept uh, as prisoners, begin to grow affection, sympathy, concern, and even trust for their captors. Yes. Now, there's a form of this in bad and abusive marriages because and relationships because we chose our captors. Right. And so what happens is as we're being molded, this is how we got there. As we're being molded, we're, we're, there's also a, a growing level of concern and love and even trust even after we they've done things that we can't trust them with. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Now... After we got there, those are the things that got us there. We'd be emolded, um, those different steps. The la- Not the last thing, but the next step is, or the next problem is, is that you or anyone who's dealt with this, you let him go. Let that sink in a little bit. You let him, and sometimes her, but we're talking to a, a young lady. You let him go. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound, that sounds weird, doesn't it? But let me tell you where I'm going with this. What happens is when gener- when breakups usually happen and a person who has mistreated us for a long period of time um, stop mistreating us, they usually choose to go on to their other other direction, whatever, especially cheaters, especially cheaters, especially womanizers. Right, right, right. right. So what happens is, is we let them go do what they're going to do. What we've done is we've just gotten enough strength to let them reject yes. us. Yes, we didn't watch Waiting to Exhale. We <laughs> kicked you out. <laughs> we didn't listen to all the Mary J. Blige songs. Um, and it came, It comes down to it. It's like I've gotten my strength to finally walk away. And there's nothing more liberating to a woman. Right, but in this case, the very first case is that we allow them to reject us. Um, we allow them to let go. So I misunderstood <laughs> that. We'll no, 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 that's the second part. So we'll, we'll allow them to let go. So what happens is when a woman generally says, I let him go, he already went, he's already been gone, I'm just dealing with the aftermath. Yes. Does that make sense? But I'm still invested, I'm still trusting, I'm still hoping, and I'm still familiar. Yes. And I'm still in love. Right. Those are very important to understand. Yes. That's how we, now that's, we were there. He, he left. Now he's back. Right. She's texting him. She can't let him let him go that time because I can't deal with that kind of rejection. That kind of rejection the first time took my heart out. The second time you reject me just makes me feel like dirt. I can't let you go. So now she's in a position where she can't let him go. Yes. And, and I'm going to tell you something. No matter how much of a cheater that person is, no matter how much of an abuser that person is, no matter what kind of pain he or she puts another person through, there is no pain like abandonment. Because when you leave, when you leave me to go to someone else, that leaves me feeling less than what that person is. I am now setting up my standard, my measurement of who I am through what you're doing. I am believing your behavior. That's the last part. I think, you know, a couple things here, because when they finally 
when they when we let them back in after we have the courage to let them go after we even worked through a lot of times one of the uh, main letters that we get when people who who get the book okay Kenya I bought the soul ties detox I'm ready I'm ready to be over them I'm done right 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 they get through it sometimes they even get like halfway through it or all the way through it and they're done and then what happens just like we predicted in our program, if you've ever been through it, we tell you they're going to come back. They're going to come knocking on your door. They're going to try to usurp themselves back in your lives because guess what? One thing that a cheater, a manipulator, a womanizer, or whoever cannot stand is the idea that they are losing control of you. Even if they don't want you, they cannot stand the idea that you aren't calling them, that you have stopped texting them, that they feel like you're, you know, you're losing um, that interest in them and that they're losing their hold on you. So once we get to that place where we are beginning to get over them, that we are beginning to move on from them, they come back in, they throw in all of the yummy goodness that they started their relationship off with. And guess what? Mm-hmm. We lay the book down. We lay the soul ties detox <laughs> down. And we said, Lord, you know what? I feel like you didn't answer my prayer. Because a lot of the times people start the soul ties detox still with the hope and the prayer that that person is going to come back. They're going to do it because I'm hurting and I want to stop hurting. But deep down, God, I'm praying that they come back to me so I can stop this hurting all over again. They lay the book down. That person comes back in, throws in all the goodness. Mm-hmm. And then by the time they realize that they've actually been duped, that person's gone again. Wool over their eyes has been pulled away and that person leaves you all over again. So I have a hard time accepting the fact that I let you back in. So now I'm embarrassed and I'm humiliated, but also the fact that you rejected me and I knew I deserved better than you. I knew I was worth more than what you were giving me. But the fact that now even you who ain't even worth me, Mm-hmm. rejects me that makes me feel like the lowest of low and then they come back with Kenyon and Takara I let him back in and now he hurt me all over again absolutely and in this case it led to being out of control because now you're showing behavior that you know that you have no business doing you already it's a cognitive dissonance you know that you shouldn't be chasing them you yes. know that you shouldn't be texting them you know you shouldn't be calling them but yet you're doing that anyway and for that alone I recommend counseling clinical care because what's going on is is that you your executive functions aren't working you're not making the proper decisions yeah. in a way that be uh, benefits you when you know that someone has hurt you yeah. can hurt you and most likely will hurt you you probably don't want to be chasing that exactly. now that's not a, that's not saying that um, you're a bad person. What that's saying is that what what's overcoming you that influence yes. that power you feel basically usually people in this in this case they don't feel empowered they feel overpowered. Mm-hmm. They feel overpowered and influenced even while they're not there because that person has had so much power on them when they were yes. there. Okay. And we've been bent towards that. You you guys have to understand that there is a biological design where even biologically we are rewired mm-hmm. uh, in a sense, actually, actually uh, rewired to actually accommodate another person. Even if they're bad. Even if they're bad. We get used to the cortisone. We get used to the stress. We get used to feeling bad. We get used to um, um, being hyperactive or hypervigilant when they get home. We get used to all of these type things. And when they're gone, there's nothing to stimulate those things anymore. 
you got to come down off of that toxic high. Absolutely. And so that's what happens. So, and here's the thing though. Um, so, you know, I keep seeing that you've got to block them out. You've got to cut them off. You've just got to let them go. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the hardest thing is, is that not everybody is wired to, to go cold turkey and cut and dry. You have to understand that when somebody is in fact connected to somebody in this way, it's not just an emotional thing that you just stop doing. Your body and your brain literally chemically have a hard time letting them go. And in fact, it's the same type of effects that drugs have on you as they're trying to leave your system. You literally go through withdrawals. And so where some of us are strong enough to say, you know what, forget you. Uh, throw that cigarette in that car, light it on fire or walk away and snap your fingers. There Absolutely. you go. That's where it is. More power to you. Go ahead and do it. Understand, though, that not everybody has that same strength. And it's not because they're not strong enough to do it. It's because literally your body has to build up a system chemically to be able to walk that out and stay there but it is a process and let me tell you there is help for you absolutely babe do me a favor can you can you tap that right there tabitha uh i can't see can you tag it i'm sorry my my big old fingers it's her when you have to co-parent yes 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 because i I really want to hit that after we get finished with this absolutely um because that's that's a good point tabitha i want to hit that so you can't let them go anymore and everybody's saying let go let go let me rephrase that. Instead of letting him go or basically allowing him to be him while you're stuck, still stuck mentally and emotionally with him. Yeah. Let go of him. That's a different dynamic. That's a different paradigm. Letting go of someone mm-hmm. means taking your hands off of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free yourself. Sometimes we're the ones hanging on to something that's not good for us. Yes. But you got to understand you can let go. So when you let go of him, there are several things that happen. You stop being what he made you to be. There's a process in that. You stop responding to him and his influence, even though he's not there. You stop looking for closure and you become closure. Mm. We have so many people who need that door closed. They just need to know why. Why would you do this to me? Why would you hurt me? What did I ever do? Absolutely. Why? Would, why? What's wrong with me? And ain't nothing wrong with you. Stop believing their behavior. Their behavior is failing you. You need to look at their behavior and say you are a failure because you lost something. That's there's nothing wrong with it. It might not be right for you, but there's a there's there's a difference. It's not. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, <laughs> I'm just... but I'm saying a lot of times we take we take their behavior as a, a, an indication of who we are when really we have to get to a point where we realize their behavior is an indication of who they are. But it also it. it also is an indication of, of who they are and how they're never going to be for us, who they're never going to be for us. And that's the thing. We hold on to them because we're holding on to the hope that they are going to be something that they will never be for us. Otherwise, they would have already. Not to say that it can never happen, but trust me, that is the exception. That is not the rule. Your reality right now is that this person is never going to be who you hope for them to be. Because if you didn't hope it, you wouldn't keep taking them back. Your job at this point is to cast hope to the side 
in them and put your hope in Jesus. <laughs> Absolutely. So let me walk you through some steps that we have that will at least help you begin the process of letting go. If any of you need this right now, if any of you need to know how to let go of him or her, we're about to tell you some steps. We can't lay it all out. I mean, there's full courses on this stuff, but we want to at least give you an idea of what it's going to take. Number one is going to take a choice. You got to choose yes or no, yay or nay choose you this day it's it's very important because what happens is is that we teeter totter on decision making because we know we love them we know that there's a possibility for change we pray to god and we pray and we pray and we pray and we leave a door open that's yes. not they are not your business right right once right, right. once they have chosen to reject you and they can reject you and how they treat you they could tr- reject you and walking away from you once they have chosen that they have rejected you, you pay attention to that and you close the door behind them. But you choose. We can't tell you what to do. We're going to go on as if you chose to close the door, but you have to choose. That's number one. Yes, 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 yes. Um, in, and in that choice, though, because we also get a lot of people that come in and say, I wish they would just leave me alone. I wish they would just let me go. And that's also what keeps us so connected true. to that's them. That's true, that's true. And understand that your choice is also bottled up in that right there. They're not going to leave you alone because you have not made a choice to force them out of your life at this point. That's all They're about not, empowerment. It's man. all about empowerment. They're not going to stop uh, coming in and out of your life because you have not made a choice that they are no longer welcome in your life. They're not going to stop stringing you along because you have not made a choice that you are valuable and worth far more than what they keep giving you. But guess what they did? Mm-hmm. They made a choice. Yes. To keep stringing you along as long as they need you. If they need yes. to lie low sometime, then that's where that's who they'll call. Yes. If they need a place to stay because the other chick or the other guy kicked them out, then that's who they'll call because they know exactly. for a fact that you haven't let go. So first, you got to choose. Number two, this is going to sound interesting, but I want you guys to get this. Somebody write this down. Action over emotion. Mm-hmm. Action over emotion. Everything rides on what you do day to day, one day at a time. You cannot trust your emotions. You can't. Trusting hurt feelings is like trying to drink out of a broken glass. You are going to cut yourself trying to get something and you'll probably never even get it. You can't trust your, if your feelings are already broken and your feelings are what you've been writing on this whole time, it's time for you to change what leads you. You got to do something different regardless of how you feel. So it might hurt to move forward. It might hurt to make that choice. But if you're cognizant about it, if you know that you need to make that choice, then you make that choice and say, feelings, I'm going to catch up with you later. Yes. Actions over emotions. Now. While we're doing actions over emotions, the third one is let your emotions heal. Right. You have to let you because your emotions are broken, because you're emotionally broken and you're dealing with that. And those emotions are in your ear. Let me tell you something. They are in your ear whispering your sleep what's wrong with you they're in your nightmares they're in your sleep you have uh crying fits at work you're having uh anxiety attacks uh you get a text from them and it just throws you your whole week off right let me tell you something you got to let you got to lay them down mm, and it's hard and let them heal mm-hmm. you let them heal you let toxic emotions heal by doing healthy things 
You let toxic emotions heal by doing healthy things, going healthy directions. What we're doing, what we're telling you is as you walk this out, you become something different and your emotions catch up. Exactly. Exactly. That's basically what this is. You begin to think, okay, I need to go that way. I know I need to go back that way. I don't do, I can't go that way. That way hurt, but I'm feeling that way. And I want to stay that way, but I need to go that way. So I'm gonna go that way. Right. And then you get used to walking that way. You get used to walking that way. Then you get used to being self-disciplined. You get used to controlling yourself and not letting your emotions control you. You get used to doing something different. If you've been, no matter how long you've been with somebody, five, two, 20 years, they've become a habit. Right. So it's what do you do? <laughs> you do something else. Stop smoking them and chew gum. Right. Go <laughs> that way. That's the point. And you let go. Letting go is not even really about letting go of them. It's about knowing how to move you. It's about getting a better understanding of you. Yes, ma'am. It's also about redefining you. Letting go of yes, them, yes, it, yes, it's, yes. it's one of those things where because we have, and we just went over this um, in, in our class, um, when we have been with somebody for a long time, we've grown to accommodate who they are. We've grown to begin to consider them in everything that we do. We've grown to do everything according to how they like it, what they don't like how we wear our hair, how we dress, how we do everything to a degree that it has begun to change and shape the way that we even think about who we are. Amen. Um, period. I'll say that being with Kenyon has changed for the better, has changed how I think about me. I so, showed did. Yes, he has. <laughs> and so when relationships end, when things are done, we have to understand that it's a process of not just overcoming them, but it's overcoming um, who we were and rediscovering who we're going to be outside of them. Never will you ever be the same outside of that person because your body, your mind, your heart has forever been changed by that experience. So now it's a process of, of recovering and rediscovering who you are. Amen. That's very, very important. And so when you begin to move that direction, that's where our, the reason why we're able to speak so clearly on this is because that's where our specialty is. Yes. That's where we sit. That's what we've been doing when, all of this, when all the lights is turned off and when we're not talking to you guys and and we're not able to interact with you, that's what we're doing. We're helping people. We're helping people to do the right thing, the yes. healthy thing. Yes. So they could get rid of that broken thing or that thing that broke them. This is so very, very important. You got to, but you have to, it can't come until you do number one. You make a choice. Right. Okay. So with that, with that being said, I want to, I want to hit this real quick, but those of you who want to make the choice, I'll tell you this, the link is in the description. Okay. You click on that link. You make sure that you're ready. Right. Okay. There is a set path that we have. One of the things is, is that, and, and, you know, obviously this isn't, is not in the notes, but one of the things we have is that we've set things up from a spiritual perspective, from spiritual wisdom. And we looked at the meta narrative of what Israel went through and we looked at it and it said, this is how you get delivered. Exactly. This is how you stay delivered. Mm -hmm. This is how you transition and transform. And so that's our goal from now on. You've heard, you've heard us say it before. So what we want you to do, click on that link in the description. Did you want to say anything about that? You want to wait till a minute? Well, no. I mean, we're good. I mean, what? I, basically, 
and again, this <laughs> this has not been a public service announcement for the Soul Ties Detox, I promise you. <laughs> this is what we do. Our whole mission, um, our ministry, how we carry about, how we connect with people is all about helping you heal and become emotionally healthy and whole so that you can thrive in healthy, successful relationships. Kenyon and I have both been through places where we've been hurt, we've been cheated on, we've been abused, we've been abandoned and all these things. And we knew that our hurt and then our healing and then our testimony becomes something to help people heal. So yes, we've developed the Soul Ties Detox. We've developed um, that program. It is a 40 day process. It is a process that helps you go from your heartbreak into your wholeness, period. And that's what it is. It's 40 days. And then what we've done, because we've seen people saying in here, okay, get in and you have to begin to change your habits and and redirect your thinking and change your thoughts. And so what we did was in order to help facilitate that entire healing process, we created the detox box that's launching coming this month, later this month, where we are going to um, begin to send, it's a, it's not a subscription, it is a one-time purchase, where it comes with the Soul Ties Detox book, a supplemental journal for y'all who write a whole lot, that would be me and Kenyon, and then it also has other self-care products in there that helps you. We're going to have uh, candles, um, things that help you take your mind off of things. And then it'll have uh, different body products, health and beauty products and things like that. Everything that you need to begin to help you heal and detox from the toxic people who continue to hurt you. Thank you for listening to the Soul Ties podcast recorded live on Facebook and distributed to iTunes and SoundCloud. Help us spread the word by rating us, leaving a review and sharing, and be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. If this episode has helped you and you're ready to begin your personal journey to freedom, visit us at thesoultiesdetox.com. If you have questions that you'd like us to answer live, please visit us on Facebook or Instagram and Twitter at Ask the Martins. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Soul Ties podcast. We hope you enjoyed the program.